0: Welcome to Triple H 100.1 in the Street Beat program. I'm here with Joe Nikita, who's the Ward B Councilor for Hornsby Shire Council. Hi, Joe, how are you going?
1: G'day Martin, I'm going pretty well. And hello to all of your listeners out
0: there. Thank you very much for your time. I know you're a busy person. It's early on a workday for you. Uh, first question for you, if you don't mind me asking is, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about Ward B that you represented and you know, what the boundaries are and things like that.
1: Yeah, right. Well, um, I'm a media student, uh, childcare worker and councillor for this uh, wonderful ward, Ward B um, of the Hornsby Shire. Proud uh, member of the Greens and um, just a passionate member of the community. Ward B is um, what I like to see as, I guess, the heart of the Shire. Um, it's encompassing Everywhere from uh, Pennant Hills, uh, Normanhurst to Hornsby itself, you get some of the, uh, the best areas, I think, of urban tree canopy, you know, bushland environments uh, right up against, you know, your typical um, suburbia. And I really quite like that mix.
0: That's great. Thank you very much for that. As a student, as you said, you you are and do a bit of work, I guess, as well. Every second Wednesday of the month, you have a council meeting and there's a lead up time to that. Tell us what your world's like leading up to the council meeting each month.
1: Yeah, yes. So um, I guess it really begins proper about uh, two weeks before the council meeting which is when all the business papers um, will be released Uh, we'll be talking about the agenda items amongst ourselves um, and indeed engaging with the community from that point up until the meeting Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of reading and a lot of a lot of talking involved there traditionally get um, something like two textbooks um, worth of notes um, which is yeah a lot of fun to read through i thought uh, that would definitely be over uh, once I'd finished school,
0: <laughs>
1: but um, no, it's, it's great. And um, once we've got through all of that, I guess um, there's a lot of unpacking, you know, where you stand on various issues, whether there are any improvements you'd like to see made talking to the staff as well, behind the scenes, just to see, you know, why certain things have come up and their thought processes behind that, as well as I guess, discussing with other counselors who may have moved um, notices of motion for any given month and you know what they seek to um to do through that
0: we're in the we're we're towards the end of june now so to think back to the june meeting that we've just had what were some of the couple of the key issues that got your interest that you'd like to share with the community from the june meeting
1: yeah right um i mean june was overall quite a uh (laughs) quite a quiet month especially compared to, I guess, previous months. I know, I know May we had a lot of discussion around uh, the new um, construction uh, measures that the government has brought in and all that sort of stuff. So I, I guess with June, the the really major thing as far as, as I was concerned, and indeed a lot of the community, came in the form of uh, Councillor McIntosh's Notice of Motion regarding uh, West Pent Hills and um, objecting to a... Um, Long-standing proposal uh, from Mervac to um, redevelop an area of uh, quite sensitive uh, bushland that was previously zoned um, for um, for business land um, into a, a quite a substantial residential site, um, encompassing something like several several hundred uh, properties. So um, that was quite an interesting one. It's since um, been approved by the state government, but basically what was, what was happening at Hornsby Council was we were seeking to, um, uh, I guess, give our support um, to the cries for it to um, be rejected um, and not be looked at again.
0: Thanks for that, and that actually raises another question. As Greens, there's only two Greens in the council, and so you're in a sort mm -hmm. of a minority, so to speak, and this motion was put by the Labor candidate. What's it like being a sort of minority? It's not the word I want to use, but I'm using it in the (laughs) council.
1: I think it's, it's, um, we're in quite an interesting spot, really, because, I mean, yes, there is um, obviously two Greens, um, but there are also, um, you know, two Labor councillors. So broadly speaking, um, you know, that sort of more progressive element, I guess does almost make up half of the council, um, which leads to some very interesting dynamics. I think after, uh, yeah, nearly three years, we've all gotten fairly good, um, regardless of party in terms of, you know, working together and hashing out, um, our various ideological differences, um, when it comes to these sort of, uh,
0: matters. From uh, my experience, I've seen that you all seem to be working together as a council when people sort of vote because you've got to get it, you know—numbers across the line for things to work for the council. That raises another question that I've talked to other councillors about on this. Uh, there's a book mm. by a lady called Andrea Cullen called *The Independent Effect*, and she refers to—and I mentioned this to you before, so you've got a bit of an idea what's coming up. She mm. refers to this notion of uh, a, a representative being a delegate. Representing the viewpoints of the community by a consultation, mm. a trustee where you're elected and you are trusted to make the decision based on the reason why they elected you, that they trust you to do it, and there's the hybrid approach. Mm. Have you got any examples of how that's worked for you, or how you've used any of those principles?
1: Yeah, look, I I definitely see um, broadly speaking the role of a councillor as very much taking that um, that hybrid approach. And um, I mean, going back to um, what we were talking about just before, um, I think a lot of our, our real strength on this council is the ability to negotiate, not just between each other, um, but with the residents as well. You know, we're in, in a lot of cases, uh, we are making decisions on behalf of the community. Um, and, you know, we have to, to take that, that uh, level of trust we've been afforded um, quite seriously but there's also at the same time plenty of opportunity to actually work with the residents um, and to convey their particular wants and needs um, in a more direct uh, fashion. I think uh, probably a a really good example of this is how um, councillors sit now, at least um, in my view, in the whole uh, local planning uh, process. For those who are unaware, um, several years ago now, the uh, state government actually took um, the power of uh, councils to hear DAs out of our hands. Um, so the councillors don't actually do that anymore. That's all done by um, the local planning panels. Um, and as a result, it's, it's left us um, councillors who, um, for the most part, particularly during this election cycle, were elected to stand against things like overdevelopments in quite an interesting place you know it it could be uh, quite easy to just go look it's it's got nothing to do with us now it's out of our hands and just focus on other things but we've really we've had a look at this this changed landscape i guess um and we've gone look you know the the residents um have trusted us to take a stand on um development and making sure it's as good as possible we're now you know serving as, as representatives um making submissions and, um, asking questions of the staff, um, throughout the process. So we're able to help less of an official capacity. Um, but still as, you know, elected representatives with, um, a good deal of authority behind us
0: and, and, and a voice for the community too, I guess.
1: Absolutely. Mm.
0: Uh, You've been, this is the coming up to the end of the third year of the council cycle for you. It was meant to be the end of the cycle, but I'll come back to that in a minute. Tell me what Mm -hmm. has been a couple of the individual and or collective successes for you and what have been some of the individual and or collective um, learning or lessons that you've had in these three years?
1: Yeah. So that's, look, that's an interesting one. I'm going to be, I guess, a little cliche here and say I don't really see that there's too much in the way of outright um, failures. Um, I see it more as successes and um, areas of improvement, I guess. You know, we've been quite good on a range of issues and the reality is that um, while there are some areas that that we definitely need to work in and and continue to refine um, processes around, you know, this is a great place to live and um, especially given the uh, number of natural disasters and freak pandemics we've had um, during this council term, you know, it's, it really says something um, about the quality of the organisation uh, we've got here that, um, you know, the quality of life has, um, hasn't fallen by any um, real measure and that residents still love this place, um, you know, still see it as an as a amazing place to live. Um, and I think a lot of the, the emotion uh, you get in the community towards um, council issues um, doesn't necessarily uh, point towards, you know, any great uh, calamity within the organisation. It's it's more a desire to just see this this thing that they love be even better. So in terms of, I guess, successes, there's been yeah, quite a lot. Um, we've, we fit quite a bit into, uh, the last three years. I think personally, my biggest ones would be working to secure, um, domestic violence leave, uh, for council staff. Um, that's one I did, um, well, about a year ago now and work quite closely as well with, um, the women's shelter, um, various stakeholders, and indeed the other, um, parties and council to get through and to get through in a way that, um, everyone was, was pleased with. I think it's, you know, very important that um, regardless of of where we are, that, you know, we, we step up to the plate on issues um, such as domestic and and family violence and and do our bit to um, support people um, in um, recovering from these things as we work to um, stamp it out within our uh, wider society. Um, Some of the other things uh, would be, um, the work we've put into reforming um, the Bushland Management and Advisory Committee. So that's, I guess, um, an interesting little group. It's made up of um, various council staff, councillors and uh, community representatives with a great deal of knowledge about, um, obviously, the bush. And they're able to give us uh, some quite good information on a range in the past. It's um to many people i guess stagnated a bit you know they haven't been um quite active in providing us with information um to current items Uh, and part of that's definitely the just a failure um i guess a complacency on our part um you know we haven't really worked with them to the best possible extent and i think we've realized that and we're we're working a lot more now to bring them into the fold to, you know, present them with um, information regarding current and future um, bushland-related strategies and allowing them to sink their teeth into it and therefore give us back some feedback that's actually, you know, really quite valuable. And, of course, there's been the work that um, we've done around um, youth engagement. Um, Obviously, I'm quite young. Um, Just hit the uh, ripe old age of 25 the other week. Yeah, youth engagement's always been a, a particular, you know, passion of mine, and it's something that I, I've felt for a long time that council really needs to step up in. You know, we've been working a lot throughout the term, indeed, on um, community engagement in general, but, you know, your uh, your town hall sort of settings, that's not gonna work quite as well with young people. You know, and there's, there's so much um, we could be doing with that group. You know, they have a voice, um, we've found through um, quite a number of, of successful events um, that we've held in recent uh, years that you know there is actually a desire um you know young people aren't quite as switched off as as we'd like to um uh, perhaps believe they just don't really have the outlet to be able to provide us um with the information and um yeah so working on that through a couple of notices of motion uh, establishing a youth council and working to I guess um, provide a greater variety of, of youth events has been something I, I was particularly proud of um, in the last three years and, and certainly look to be uh, continuing well into uh, the fourth. Yeah and I, I think um, probably the other big one that I absolutely have to mention is the, um, the play plan which I think is probably one of the best council strategies to have come out of this term uh, right up alongside the, um, the town centre and um, quarry projects that um, Hornsby Council are also undertaking. You know, I think we really, we did a great deal um, in terms of engagement um, with a lot of different groups that you really wouldn't expect um, from something that's centred around playgrounds. You know, we didn't just go out to, um, you know, primary school kids or preschoolers or that sort of thing. We were going out to um, all sorts of ages. You know, we um, we even went out to um, you know a lot of older residents and um, sought their views on you know how they'd like to be able to use um, the play equipment because um, there's so much so much space there to uh, to not only provide equipment um, for the future of our shire that um, you know benefits children, um, but it can be good for um you know their grandparents their parents um to all exercise um or play alongside them um and i think we learned a lot from that
0: well joe thank you so much for that that was comprehensive and there was a lot of things there that i didn't know about especially that idea of playgrounds and inclusive playgrounds i forgot all about that there are lots of meetings on that Mm. As you, as you said you, you said into the final year we are into the final year of this council cycle coming up to an election mm-hmm. I think on the 4th of September 2021 what are your big what, what are the big things that you want to sort of make sure that you as a council leaves for the community irrespective of what you decide to do after this this term
1: Yeah well look I think um broadly speaking there are a few very key, um, points. Um, I want to leave a, pardon the pun, uh, greener shire, uh, behind me. Um, you know, I, w- I want to see, um, this, this strong environmental, uh, edge that we've always had in this community put back at the the forefront of what we're doing. Uh, you know, we were, we were called the, the bushland shire for a reason. Um, I think it's a selling point that, you know, not only is good for our, our sense of local pride but um really benefits us from a uh, tourism perspective as well you know we've been planting twenty five thousand trees um by 2020 and and all that good stuff and uh i'd like to see programs like that you know extended long into the future we've definitely uh, seen success with stuff like that Uh, i'd also like to um to see uh this council and and indeed future councils be more um, creative in their engagement strategies Um, as i've touched upon we've gone some way to doing that but you know it's like any sort of uh, communications um, it's a constantly evolving process you know we're always looking to refine and tap into new demographics and reach people in ways that perhaps haven't been tried before and I think we've we've done some quite good stuff around that, and I'd like to see that improve. And yeah, I'd like to see a um, a shire that's that's more accessible, uh, not just in terms of um, I guess the physical sense um, but that uh, people know about and people can um, can access uh, information about a lot more readily. Um, you know whether that's in terms of tourism. You know, local history information um, through programs like our um, Hornsby Recollects, or indeed anything else. Um, I'd like to I'd like to think that the shire we leave behind is one where, you know, if you've got a problem, if that's anything from, um, you know, a little pothole in your driveway to, um, you know, some massive illegal dumping issue, um, you can reach out to council and we'll have. Um, the right people in place um to take swift action on that
0: thank you so much for that and i hadn't really thought about the tourism side of things so obviously there's some work to be done on that front that's an interesting idea you mentioned that a couple of times joe i'm going to go into a little section we call rapid fire i gave you a bit of a heads Mm -hmm. up of that what we're going to do is just to mention a couple of terms or phrases and i'm going to ask you to reflect with one word or a sentence about what that reminds you about or how important it is or isn't to Hornsby Shire. Okay. Okay. Are you happy Mm -hmm. to be involved in that? Absolutely. All right, let's go. I'll start with something that I've done with everyone first, bushland. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, I think um, something the uh, community is very passionate about and we're only going to see um, enhanced and um, further protected.
0: The Shire's waterways.
1: Beautiful, um, mostly pristine, and um, very popular during summer.
0: Sport and, and ovals and recreation.
1: Oh, look, I couldn't uh, go past uh, the Penno Demons um, when it comes to uh, sport in the area. I think we've got some fantastic sporting teams, some very passionate locals, and some very uh, successful sports people.
0: Well done, what about arts and crafts?
1: Oh we've got so many different uh diverse um, outlets for arts and craft in the shire, um, everything from our um, library led programs to um, the great work that studio arts does.
0: Medium density housing
1: A contentious issue on council. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Indigenous First Nations people in the Shire.
1: Um, Something that um, I think this council is very proud to be um, proactive in um, supporting.
0: Parking and traffic.
1: A constant spectre over us. yeah it's uh something we're working to improve and i think there's a lot of exciting things coming up
0: and one word that describes the future for the shire
1: better than yesterday
0: well done thank you so much for your time joe i really appreciate it you you are a busy person i know what studying's like i know what trying to have some money is while you're trying to do the study and also (laughs) spending all that your, your time to serve the community, and thank you very much for your work that you're doing. Are there any questions at all you want to ask of um, myself or any statements of listeners?
1: Uh, look, all I'd say is um, if this is, um, this or indeed any of the other um, interviews that um, you've been listening to have intrigued you, um, definitely hop onto the Hornsby Council website, have a look around, um, consider watching, um, our upcoming council meeting uh, which will be available via live stream
0: and finally do you have any social media presence that you're happy to share so people can find you
1: i do indeed so you can find me at um joseph Nikita um hornsby shire greens councillor over on facebook Um, i'm posting there quite regularly on all sorts of topics everything from uh, local playgrounds um to plastic bag surveys and um, development that uh, might interest you.
0: All right. Once again, thank you so much for your time.
1: My pleasure. Anytime.